up, bros? I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of bros on a mission to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible. Welcome to the All Bros. Sam's already in the, the comments ready to so rock and roll. Fast. I love it. I know. It's been a hot minute since we've it's true. been like consistently posting, or at least not posting. Posting we've been pretty consistent about. The uh, streaming. <laughs> Damn, he really struggled with that one. Dude, I've... I, mm. Oh, wow. That's going to be a not, long episode. I know. I have not been eating my, my veggies, so big words just kind of... <laughs> Flying out of my brain, (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's been rough lately. It has been real rough trying to remember shit. Um, Uh, Dude, you're not even thirty yet. You can't say that. I know, dude. I know. It's a freaking. It's a curse. Anyway, this week on the podcast, we have three new items that we're going to talk about in 4K Spotlight. <laughs> wow, he is. Dude, I told you, today, today's going to be freaking rough for everyone. Uh, oh, um, buddy. Yeah. And then in Through the Wall, we are going to just be discussing the past six years that yeah. we've been doing this show because it is. Today, the All Bros birthday, as as of the day that we're recording, not the day that this releases. This yeah, is yeah, different. Spend time with Rose. We'll have you talking like him. <laughs> Sa- Damn, Sam! Freaking shots fired at me. Yeah, that was a freaking like good shot too. Yeah, that was that, that was really good. <laughs> like, I can't I can't really be mad. I mean, it's true, but. Like, damn, I didn't know I talked that bad. <laughs> <laughs> just the the reading with Rose is just like bled off of you. That's it, true. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we'll be discussing that. And then after all of that, we'll be getting into this week's headliner where we will be breaking down the Marvels. Yes. Yeah, we are. Very excited for this. And with that, let's say uh, we get on into this. Let's do it. Need motivation? Angry Dad Podcast. Trying to jumpstart your life? Angry Dad Podcast. You want help getting off the couch? Angry Dad Podcast. You need a verbal kick in the ass? Angry Dad Podcast. You want to hear from somebody who's been through it all? Angry Dad Podcast. I am here for you. You can find me on all podcast platforms. All righty. First up 4k spotlight like we said um so this week we like we said we got a few new releases and rose is going to walk us uh through these yes excuse me uh so first up we got a movie that i don't know about caleb but i don't give a shit about uh because i never saw the first three Dude, is know, this, seen any of these i've seen you know what? I don't know if I've seen any of them. Really? At least okay. not all the not all the way through. At least. Yeah. Okay. I haven't yeah. seen not. I haven't even seen like any clips. Nothing from any of these. Just I don't know. They they've never interested me. Um, and I heard this one 
sucked. Like this is like the worst out of all of them. Um, so I have no plans on checking this one out, nor do I have plans on checking out the first three. <laughs> but nope. Despite that, uh, the Expendables Four comes out on 4K uh, and Blu-ray this uh, this coming Tuesday. Uh, so when uh, this episode releases uh, tomorrow. Um, so this is the uh, regular 4K release. Um, I'm pretty sure that this was just the basic poster that they did. Um, so you got Stallone and uh, Statham at the top. Uh, and then you got the rest of the cast on the bottom. So uh, for exclusives, you have a uh, Amazon exclusive uh, slipcover where it's um, I th- I'm a, I don't know who, whose hand this is supposed to be, um, but it's a very cool skull ring. I will give them that. I um, think that's Stallone's. Okay, that makes uh, that makes sense. I would assume it would have been him or Statham's. Yeah, it's one of the two. I Again, I don't know this movie well enough to be able to judge that. I'm just assuming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I said, Amazon exclusive. Um, I think it's just a slipcover. Or I think it's just the slipcover that's different. I don't think like the regular like 4K version when you know you take off the slipcover is different. I'm sure it's the exact same as the other picture that we showed. Um, or yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, but I mean, you know, if I actually you know liked this franchise, this is pretty cool. Um, and then lastly, uh, so. We got the Expendables for Steelbook, and I will say that I do appreciate with this one. So this is going to be coming to Best Buy, and I do appreciate that the way that this is set up, it goes with the other three Steelbooks that they released this past year. Um, and so when you have all of these lined up, it's actually going to look freaking beautiful. And um, if I was an Expendables fan, I'd be very happy um, because I hate when. Um, you know they, they release all of the like they release all of the movies in a series um in preparation for the like the newest one to come out but then the new one isn't like the steelbook design is nothing like the ones that they they did for the previous films uh a huge one this year was uh, mission impossible um dead reckoning part 1 uh that steelbook looked nothing like the ones that they did for the previous films that came out this damn year. Um, Cause the ones that they did, it was kind of like, you know, like uh, it was like a character poster, but it, they still looked really cool. Whereas freaking uh, dead reckoning uh, was, it, it was a black steel. It was, sorry, it was a red steel book with a silhouette of Tom Cruise hanging from a train. Um, it, 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 it was stupid. It, it didn't work. It, in my opinion, it, I hate that it didn't fit with the other steelbooks. Um, and like, uh, freaking the, uh, new, the Indiana Jones dial of destiny steelbook that's coming out soon. It doesn't match the, uh, the previous four steelbooks because they did uh, poster artwork for those. And I wish they would have done the same thing with, uh, with dial of destiny. Whereas, well, actually wait, I'll, I'll save that. I'll save how the steelbook looks for, uh, uh, for the episode that we talk about that, but just I, if there's one thing that I appreciate about this is that it actually matches the other steelbooks, and I feel studios need to freaking do that more. Yeah, dude, I I hate when people just don't follow the template. You right. you have created something that's supposed to be part of a grouping, 
and you're going to vary from that? Like, what kind of bullshit? What kind of mental game is that? Thank you. That is horseshit. It it really is. It's frustrating. But what can you do? Bitch about it on a podcast. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) This guy gets it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that's Expendables four. If any of you plan on picking that up, uh, next we got one of my favorite films of the year. Freaking love this movie. We got Oppenheimer uh, coming to four K. We got the classic four K, just the regular um, theater poster. Um, it still looks really cool. I I especially love the lighting on this poster. So I'm sure that the, especially on a slip cover, this shit is gonna look fire. That's all I'm gonna say. See, it's funny because you know there's fire in the background. Yeah, I I got it, Rose. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, just making sure. Just 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 making sure. Um, you know, I so, I know sometimes, especially with this episode, jokes might go over your head. Um, so, Ooh, someone's about to get bitch slapped. Hey, I just I just wanted to let you know that I got your back, man. Okay. <laughs> um. So so that's the regular 4K edition. This. The Steelbook, which I am so excited for. Oh, my freaking God. I love this so much. I pre-ordered this shit so fast, and I think pre-orders are already sold out, which I completely understand. Um, And, you know, the fact that Best Buy is doing away with physical media, I'm sure people are trying to get as many Best Buy exclusive Steelbooks as they can. It still freaking kills me that they're doing that, but whatever. Dude, this one's (sighs) pretty dope. Right? It's so beautiful. Like, oh my God. Like, I yeah. have nothing else to say to that. I have nothing else to say about the Stibbuck except it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. No notes. No, no. notes. That's um, fantastic. Right? It's it's so beautiful. Um, and then we have a Walmart exclusive, um, which is basically a digipack. Uh, kind of like what Warner Brothers has been doing with uh, the Flash. Well, actually, they stopped doing it for some reason. Um, the Flash was the last one that they did it for because they didn't do it with Blue Beetle. They just did another steelbook for Walmart, which I don't understand why. I freaking loved these. Uh, the Flash one was really cool. And uh, the one before that, Shazam, that one was really cool. Seems those are the only two movies that they did them for uh, because they never did it for um, Black Adam. But uh, so I, I know that um, I know those are Warner Brothers movies, but I know for they have done this for Universal movies in the past. They did it for Fast X. Um, so it's cool to see that they're doing it for Oppenheimer as well. Um, and it looks like this also comes with a bonus disc. So I'm, a, I'm I don't know if that's also the incentive to get this Walmart exclusive. Um, but honestly, super cool cover, um, you know. Him looking through the window, watching the atom bomb uh, test as it explodes. Um, Interesting choice. Not a, Are you not a fan? I am not a fan. Okay. I I don't. I mean, I mean, I my version of this movie is already spoken for with the steelbook because um, that is just freaking gorgeous, and you know, I ca- I cannot get over that. Um, but. I still feel that this is a pretty decent addition. Um, do I plan on double dipping? Probably not. Uh, but um, 
it's not a horrible cover, in my opinion. Yeah, it's not great either. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Caleb is so nice this episode, isn't he? Hey, I'm the nicest person you'll ever freaking meet. That You know what? He's not wrong. Explains why we've been <laughs> friends for so long. <laughs> um, moving on. <laughs> so we got Expendables 4, Oppenheimer, and last but not least, uh, Saw X is coming oh, to 4K. Freaking love this movie. Right? Ah, so freaking good. And I hate that this isn't getting a steelbook. But you know what? That's okay because I freaking love this poster and I love that it's the choice for um, the, the cover. Um, it's freaking great. Just God, I love it. Um, and the freaking th- this trap in particular in the movie is effed up and uh, that was kind of hard to watch. <laughs> um, Not exactly what I thought it was going to be, but I still really liked it. Same here. Um, but just. It makes for a killer uh, poster. Mm-hmm. Y- you got to give it that. Um, when it comes to like saw posters, like throughout the whole franchise, this is definitely probably my top three. I will give you that. Very much so. Looks, this shit looks so freaking cool. Um, but yeah, so um, I don't really have anything else to say. Like, like I said, uh, I'm bummed that it's not going to still book release, but you know, I get it. Um, maybe, um, maybe down the line it might, um, I'm kind of, honestly, I am kind of shocked that it's not considering that jigsaw got one as well. Spiral got one. Um, so I'm really shocked. Saw X isn't getting one, but yeah. Oh, well, uh, I guess take what you can get. Um, and I will definitely be picking this one up, uh, on release day. Cause like Caleb and I said, we freaking love this movie. This is one of the best saw movies. Um, to ever grace this franchise. Oh, yeah. Um, sorry, were you going to say oh, something? Right. No, it's just, was that, that all you had in, in 4K? Yeah, yeah that, that, that's it for 4K. All right. Well, moving on from there to Through the Wall. Um, today is the official, like, it's the six-year anniversary of us doing the podcast. The first ever episode was released November 14th of 2017, which is crazy to Holy think about. Holy shit. We're like, ancient. That's what the, we are. The podcast, dude, like, the podcast has been going on on a lot longer than I thought it was ever going to. Dude, same here. <laughs> I, I mean, hell, I don't, I didn't think that we, well, okay, I maybe thought that we'd make it a year. I thought so. Um, but, you know, never thought we'd make it more than half a decade. That is, that is absolutely insane. Yeah. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. And you know what? I, I apologize, Sam, when you said, uh, like this was freaking like 20 minutes ago or hey, wait, we haven't even been recording for 20 minutes. This was like, <laughs> like five minutes ago or something like that. Um, I meant to respond to your comment. Love you too. I'm sorry. I promise I'm not ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but dude, like it, it's freaking wild. I wish that we would have been able to line this up with, uh, the, our 300th episode, which is coming next week. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been freaking awesome, but yeah, eh, but, it's okay. 
Yeah, we we have some fun things planned for for that one. Yes, we do. But just it's been one hell of a ride. Um, I'm so grateful that Caleb, honestly, that Caleb's the one that um, thought about doing a podcast. Asked me if I was actually serious about it. I told him, yeah, I'd be up for you know trying it out. And here we well, are. I think, I think you joked about it, and you're just like, we I, should start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. <laughs> I was I was the one. There's an like, idea. Yeah, I'm like, bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go, freaking Albro. Six years later. Um. And um. Yeah, no, like, yeah, I'm I'm grateful that Caleb decided to take the, us on this journey. It's been one hell of a ride, and I'm truly grateful for what we've been able to create together. And I'm very proud of it. Yeah, I am too. I. Like this, this, like the all bros is the, uh, I mean, more or less, it's freaking, it's our love child, whether you like it or not, Rose. No, no, oh, I know it. It's my only child. <laughs> Unless, no, Caleb doesn't let me count my cat. Um, so I guess this is my only child. Yep. Wow. Caleb doesn't understand what it's like to be a cat dad. I do absolutely understand what it means to be a cat dad, and it freaking sucks ass. No, it does. I mean, not with, when you have my cat. My cat's the shit. Love my cat. Mm. Hey, you've never met my cat? You've never met Alexander's? Alexander? Yeah. Um, Six years is wild. Yeah, oh. it absolutely is. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. It, it's freaking crazy, dude. Just to think about, I mean, last year, like five years was freaking crazy to us. Yeah. Uh, like, eventually, we're, I mean, every year that this goes on, it's just like, wow. <laughs> Made this work. <laughs> yeah. We're still going. Wow. Yeah. I mean, to everyone's surprise. Because <laughs> oh. we didn't start out strong, like at all. No, dude, freaking I hate, honestly, no offense, but I hate going back and listening to our like first like 20 episodes and just the audio, the like freaking when we were trying out um, the like how it would uh, cut out pauses. So like it kind of oh like my audio gosh, got dude. so jerky. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I, I mean, It seemed like a good idea at first, but just it didn't work out. Yeah, uh, there was a better way to to freaking do it. Um, I've I've come to learn, and yeah, but bro, I I listen back to those when I feel like I'm getting a little too cocky. It's just like I I need all right. That's I need a, that's that's a way. Yeah, it's like I need a quick humbler. <laughs> like that's that's Why what do I, I need. love that so much. It's just like I'm getting a little too big for my britches. Like I need something to just center me down to earth and like, yep, you're an idiot. <laughs> oh shit, dude. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. But I like to think now that we have something that people enjoy and it's actually not like unbearable to listen yeah. to. Yeah. But it, it's it's been fun and I'm I'm super excited to see how long this go dude it's gonna be a sad day if this ever like stops dude seriously I don't want to think about that let's not think about that yeah I don't so, I don't want to think about saying goodbye to the Albros that's that's yeah. too depressing so 
We'll see you guys on the 40th <laughs> birthday. Of the yeah. <laughs> God, how old would we be with that? Uh, 60 something. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> or actually, we'll be close to like 90 something because we're almost 30. <laughs> and so if we're. So you plan six, on making it to 90? The body I got, that ain't happening. <laughs> Dude, I like part of me thinks I, I will like. Yeah, I think I think this podcast dies with one of us. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, I, once I one of us goes, that. it's just like, yeah, we're done. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. It, it won't be the same. The the all bro doesn't have that that same ring to it. Yeah, even you know, though we maybe freaking... maybe that could be something we pass on to our kids. Like maybe Iris and uh, okay. one of your little rose babies. Yeah, there we go. We'll take it over. That'd be no, fun. I'm, how, That'd no, be how fun. <laughs> that would be no. See, how, how about this? We have Iris and my cat. There we go. Iris, that, and <laughs> that will be the All Bros 2.0. That would be hilarious. That would be. But yeah, so thank you all that have stuck around with us for this long. Looking at yes, you, Sam. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's been it's been a good ride. It has. Yeah. But before we get a little more emotional about it. Yeah, before we start, you know, like the tears actually start showing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's say we get into this week's headliner. Let's do it. All right. First up, uh, before we get into this week's headliner, we did ask a question of the week last week, um, or this week, I guess. Um, But we asked, uh, if you could swap play, or if you had the ability to swap places with your best friend, like what kind of trouble would you get into? And we did get a few responses. Some where that are some places that we uh, reading with Rose wouldn't change a bit with a cat reading. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to, how to feel about that, Sam. That's freaking hilarious. That's that is funny. About that. But <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah, we said if you gain the ability to swap places with your best friend at will, what kind of trouble would you get into? So we got a few responses, uh, some on Instagram and a couple on uh, TikTok. Uh, so with that, um, I'll start off. We got a response from a Jesus Dominguez uh, who said... I'll go to the bottom of the ocean, and once I go to a point of no return, we'll switch. Damn. <laughs> okay, like, how much do you hate your best friend? Yeah, no joke, right? Like, like that, it's messed should, up, but it's, it's freaking funny as shit. No, that's funny, but, like, should best friend even be included in this? Because, um... <laughs> Like, uh, even as a joke, I would never do that to Caleb. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I put, probably wouldn't do like the point of no return, but I think I would definitely swap places with you if I was in a, some random location, just yeah, like somewhere enough. that you were just like, where in the actual hell is this? <laughs> you know, fair enough. All right. Like, this is what Sounds I think I do. That. Yeah, like I'd probably go out into like maybe like a field somewhere in Kansas where it's just like flat for miles and then just like middle of the field away from like a car and everything. So like the car is not like you can't find it very easy. And then just like swap places with you. <laughs> Jokes on you. I'll make sure that I have my ruby red slippers on me and I'll just clap them <laughs> together and just say, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. <laughs> <laughs> or, I could, or I could just follow the yellow brick road. Either or. Definitely both options there. Um, but yeah. So what's your uh, your first one? Uh, mine uh, come from TikTok uh, with the name Connects. And they said, I can't legally say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. Usually I want to know. I don't want to know. Dude, that's funny I'm, as shit. It is. Um, <laughs> like, I was expecting some weird ass answers, and this is like the perfect summation of what I thought it was. Our uh, our our comment section was going to look like. Yeah, <laughs> just like I I thought people were going to get into some crazy like illegal type shit. <laughs> and so yeah, well, like this perfectly sums up what I thought the comment section was going to be. Fair enough. All right. Um, let's see. Next, we got a response from an Alexander Murphy, who just said a lot of trouble. <laughs> God. Yeah, and like, that so much trouble that would expected. basically like ruin your best friend's life. Like, are you just like are you just out to destroy their life? I'm curious now. Is it is it a revenge story? Uh, I wouldn't. I don't know if it's like a revenge story. I don't know. What did they do? What did they do to hurt you? I'm curious now. <laughs> Re- reach out to the All Bros. We're here to help you. Reach out. We're here for you. We are here to listen. Exactly. <laughs> no. Just e- email us, channel at gmail.com. We'll help you in any way that we can. Yep. All right. And... Let's see. Did you have any others? Uh, yeah, I got one more um, coming from Tig D Gamer, uh, and they said Oogie Boogie. I uh, don't know exactly what that's supposed to mean, but good for you. Yeah, uh, like is that supposed to be a Nightmare Before Christmas reference? That's what I thought. Like when I first saw it, I'd assume so. You know, if that if that's the case, you know, great movie. So cool reference. Didn't answer the question, but that's okay. <laughs> uh you got any other responses uh yeah i got one more from a scoot the scoot the waz uh who said he got some annoying ass dogs that bark all the time so i'd go and shut the shut their asses up damn dude people are not nice to their yeah. friends yeah she- D- damn <laughs> yeah like honestly like yeah the only reason i'd switch K- switch places with Kale was just to be to f with him like kind of what he was talking about you know like going 
far out into the woods, like nowhere, and then bam, switch just so you know, like mess with each other. Not shit like that. I got, yeah. I got, I got no quarrels with my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very grateful for. Yeah. Um. So that's all the responses that that we got. So thank you to everyone that answered our question of the week. We really appreciate it. Yes, we do. We love the uh, the interaction yes. that we get on these. Even even when it's not actually answering the question. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just some random word. But hey, it's still participation. We'll take it. We love it. Yeah. It works. It yeah. definitely works. All right. Well, with that, I do believe that we can move on to our actual headliner this week. Hell yeah. So if you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final all bros letter grade. The eight categories that we score are story writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal score at the very end. All of those numbers get magically added up and spit through our algorithm and give us an all bros letter grade to compare this movie to others of a similar grade. Um, let's see. Oh, I always tell Stacy, my best friend and wife, that if we could swap, I would spend the first day in front of a mirror. Oh, this is okay. <laughs> this is more like tri- like switching spaces, not switching... <laughs> This got this is this is not Freaky Friday, <laughs> dude. I had to think for a minute. I know. This response, I, like, wait a damn I knew, minute, dude. I knew exactly where his head was going with this one. I like it though, Sam. I like it. <laughs> but this is more ch- swap, like changing physical places, not not mind swapping. Take <laughs> that freaking. Si- um, but I do like me. where your head's at, and yeah. that is exactly how I would spend that if that was the swap too. So, uh, <laughs> please tell me you've seen the live action Scooby Doo, right? Oh yeah, of course. Remember when like they they keep switching? Um, yeah, when Fred goes into Daphne's body. Yeah, he's just like, hey, I could look at myself naked. <laughs> yeah, name a single person, a single like man that wouldn't do that if he got swapped into a a female body i mean gay men <laughs> am i wrong i am going to say yes really i'm going to say wow. that you're wrong i'm hold up hold up hold up okay i'm going to say you're wrong because it, oh man, this is gonna be weird. <laughs> yeah. If, any, if anyone, uh, there's a certain amount of there's certain people that I pray only pretend to listen to this episode. Oh um, shit! Yeah. So I feel like if it was a man despite his his sexual orientation getting put into a female body 
I believe that the female body is interesting enough and intriguing enough even to gay men that that is something that they would also do. I I feel like that's a bold enough claim to make. Interesting. Okay, maybe listen, okay, maybe this, maybe this. I don't think they would do it for as long as okay. we would. <laughs> uh but they would definitely do it. All right. What, you think you can disagree with that? No, I'm like trying like I I I like I want to ask like someone about this that <laughs> I know I, I I don't have very many like gay friends though <laughs> I I have one I should ask him hey, next time I see him I'm gonna ask him it's like so hey what's up random have, question here okay do you have his number <laughs> what? no I don't ah, I was gonna say freaking call him <laughs> <laughs> oh shit but yeah, uh, absolutely agree with you, Sam. That's exactly how I would spend my day too. Uh, anyway, uh, so getting into this so week's about those, breakdown about that Marvels. Yeah. So if you have not seen the Marvels, we are about to spoil pretty much everything for you. And believe us, there is quite a bit to spoil. Yes, there is. Um, so we are going to be putting that spoiler alert up now. And if you choose to listen beyond this point and have not seen the Marvels and anything is spoiled for you. Sucks, sucks to be to you. Suck. Yeah, sucks to suck. Uh, so with that comes our favorite segment that we like to call Reading with Rose. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Carol Danvers defies the influence of the supreme intelligence and destroys it, which leads to a Cree civil war and the desolation of their home world, Hala. The, the conflict renders the planet barren as it loses its air, water, and sunlight. Darben, the new leader of the Cree, retrieves one of the quantum bands, of which Kamala Khan has the other half. Darben harnesses the power of the band to tear open a jump point in space. The resulting anomaly is discovered by S.W.O.R.D. Meanwhile, Nick Fury, now residing at the Sabre space station, hosts peace talks between the Kree and the Skrulls. Monica Rambeau investigates a jump point anomaly near Sabre, while Carol Danvers investigates the source of the anomaly, where Darben found the quantum band. When Rambo touches the anomaly, she, Danvers, and Kamala switch places through teleportation. The switching causes the three to fight each other's Kree enemies, leaving the Khan's house destroyed in their wake. Sorry. After the three women return to their original places, Fury and Rambo visit Kamala on Earth. As Kamala eagerly demonstrates her power, she switches places with Danvers. When Danvers flies away, she switches places with Kamala in midair. The group's the group surmises that their light-based powers are linked through quantum entanglement and that they switch places when any of the three use their powers simultaneously. The three join up at a scroll refugee colony on the planet Tarnot, Tarnax, I hope I said that right, uh, where talks of the resettlement have dissolved. Darben rips open another jump point, which siphons the atmosphere of Tarnax into Hala to try and restore its air. After a hasty effort to evacuate the colony, Danvers, Rambo, and Kamala form a team informally referred to by Kamala as 
as the Marvels. Danvers informs the others of the legend that the quantum bands had been used to create the Jump Point Transportation Network. The three became entangled due to their mutual contact with its energy when Darben disrupted it. Darben's Darben, oh my god. Darben's repeated rupturing of gem points is causing further instability to the network and endangering the universe. For some reason, I feel that this the synopsis is just jumping all around. It, is it just very me? much is. Okay. It's not just me. Uh, Darben reaches the water planet Aladna, where she tears open a jump point to draw the ocean water into Hala. Her final plan is to y- usurp Earth's I hope I said that right. Usurp Earth's son to restore that of Hala. The Marvels fight and subdue Darben, but she steals Kamala's band and uses both bangles in conjunction in conjunction to tear open another hole in space. The act destroys Darben and leaves behind a rupture into the multiverse. After Kamala reclaims the bands, she and Danvers use their combined powers to energize Rambo, allowing uh, her to close the hole from the other side, stranding stranding her in the process. Danvers flies into Hollis Sun and uses her power to restore it. The the short-lived team-up inspires Kamala to seek out other heroes and form a new group starting with Kate Bishop in a mid-credit scene. It's actually not a mid-credit scene. It's an yeah, end it's part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the end scene. Um Rambo awakens in a Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I I read that wrong. Apparently, I can't see periods. My bad. Um, so, that is, so, so, okay. Let, let, let's rewind it here. Let's let, let's actually uh, use proper grammar with reading with Rose. Uh, the short-lived team-up inspires Kamala to seek out other heroes and form a new group, starting with Kate Bishop. Okay, that was the end of the sentence. End movie. There you go. In a mid-credit scene, Rambo awakens in a parallel universe where she is greeted by an alternate version of her mother. Maria, 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 Maria. Oh my God. (laughs) Jesus. Um, in the mutant scientist, Hank McCoy, um, also known as beast. Um, so yeah, there you go. Just because it is a small part and I don't want to like talk about it too much that end credit or the mid credit scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I do kind of have a complaint about Beast. What's that? He's kind of way too big. Fair and honestly, I feel because it, it's, I don't know about you, but it definitely looked like it was CGI. There, there's some very CGI. Very much so. Yeah. Very much um, so. Why couldn't they have just done prosthetics like they've done in the past? Yeah, um, I know. I mean, oh God, who played him again? Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. I mean, Kelsey Grammer came back, and if that's the case, I think he would have been fine with uh, putting the makeup on again. Yeah. If he came like, back, I think he would have been fine. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, they made him way too big. Beast is supposed to be like kind of more on the short, stocky side. So is he kind of like the thing? Yeah, I wouldn't say he's well. Let me let me just look real quick because I, I don't want to freaking be talking out of my ass. Because I mean, he, he's definitely no Hulk, of course. Um, he's not that big. All right. So 
This is from the official Marvel uh, character synopsis, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, X-Men. Our subject beast, name Henry Hank McCoy. His height is 5 foot 11. Wow. I'm only... Wow, he's that he's only that tall. Yeah, that's how how tall he's supposed to be. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, dude, I honestly I feel like excuse me, the height that he was in uh in the original X-Men movies was perfect. Yeah. I I can definitely agree with you there. The only thing that I, I liked maybe a little bit more was the classic hairstyle, like the pointed hair. That That's fair. I can um, understand that. Yeah. And in other stuff, I mean, they kind of looked like um, Kelsey Grammer's Beast kind of looked like it was like somewhat mimicking this. But this one, it was very more like it was more like the, the point was kind of off to the side. Yeah. And more like long flowy hair where this was just like it was up higher and I feel works a little bit better. So Fair. I preferred I prefer the hairstyle. I prefer the height from the original and they uh they absolutely needed to go prosthetic. Yeah. There's there's no good reason other than them maybe not wanting to spend the money to do the prosthetics for them to do that. But isn't that usually a lot cheaper than CGI? Usually, yeah. yeah. Dude, th- like if there's anything that proves that prosthetics are cheaper, it's the freaking budget for like a shit ton of movies. Yeah, true. At least the ones that have been like l- coming out lately. Yeah. Hey, you're not wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, that's all I'll say about that because oh. that's such a small part of the movie. It's not really going to affect too much. Yeah. Um, yeah, so getting right right on into this, uh, starting off with story. Uh, what did you think overall? Honestly, I thought it was super solid. Um, I feel when it comes to a sequel to uh, Captain Marvel, even though you know it's it's uh, Captain Marvel came in between Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, you know, this has to take place after you know the blip all that stuff, you know, year, years into the future. Um, the fact that the way that they're able to, I think, set up Carol's story is, I feel very well told um, how she's struggling, um, her relationship with uh, Monica Rambeau and how um, Monica still uh, holds um, basically, I I want, I don't want to say aggression. Um, Maybe but, like a mild grudge. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, she she still holds a mild grudge towards um, Carol for basically leaving her and never coming back when she said that she would. Um, um, so you got you know that that um, conflict, um, and then throwing in um, Kamala, her family, um, and the way, especially the way that um, her parents. Um, connect with Nick Fury in that whole uh, scenario that that was so, so, so freaking good. And so funny. Um, Dude, I, it was good. 
felt very much not like the Nick Fury we know. That's fair. I mean, I still felt maybe a little bit that it did. Um, or I mean, I could be wrong. Uh, I never. I uh, did you watch Secret Invasion? Yes. Okay. Um, very dark tones. Very. That, that's dark what tones. I've heard. I didn't. Um, so I can't compare. You know that Nick Fury um, to this Nick Fury. You know stuff like that. But like, I get where you're coming from. Um, in some instances, it definitely didn't feel like the Nick Fury that we've gotten in the past. Um, but I feel. I I don't know. I I, I feel for the way that they wanted the story to go. It made sense. It didn't feel like completely out of character um, for, for Nick Fury. I felt, um, I I will say this. It, it made him feel, this film made him feel more like how he was portrayed in Captain Marvel, where he was a little bit like lighter, lighthearted. And honestly, I think I love that because, um, I mean, don't really get a lot of scenes of them together. Um, but, any scene that you get um, Carol and uh, Nick together is fantastic. I, I love their relationship. Um, honestly, I wish that we could have gotten more scenes together like we did in the first one, which, you know, I get. Um, can understand why they didn't get a lot of scenes together for, you know, story wise. Um, but no, honestly, I, I feel like, like I said, soup. I think it was a really good idea story wise for a sequel to uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, the three, uh, women, um, I feel work very well together, um, as a team. Um, I don't know, just like overall, like a super, I, I feel when it story wise, it, it's a solid, um, follow up, uh, to Captain Marvel. Yeah, I will say I think I like this film better than Captain Marvel. I can agree with that. Um, I will say that this I do feel like the the motivations with this uh, antagonist much better than the first. Yeah, dude, straight up, Um, because what I did not like about like, I think what kills the first one's villain for me is that you get such a relationship set up with, um, Captain Marvel and yon Rog, um, to where I'm sure that they wanted it to feel more personal when he does portray her. Um, but just, it, I feel it killed the character for me. It, it didn't work. Um, if anything, you, you think that he would be on Carol's side. He, he wouldn't switch. He wouldn't just turn to the dark side. It, it it didn't make sense for the character. Well, I mean, it didn't make sense in the way that they built him up. Uh, all right, because, fair. I mean, you do see that ultimate betrayal, but I think the betrayal comes a little too late. That's fair. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm like, I'm like eh very eh about it yeah um caleb can i ask a favor hmm. can you take me off center stage oh yeah sorry no you're good thank you <laughs> I forgot to switch it back <laughs> sorry d- d- don't like that much attention being called to me for that long <laughs> yeah my bad you're good man you're good um yeah, I, I 
So I, I mean, I could see the the big screen up here, but yeah. I, I pay attention to the small little ones down below. Uh, okay, and right. so that's why I I didn't think anything of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, for a couple yeah. couple minutes, I'm just like, is he gonna notice? Is he gonna change it? <laughs> I Did I say up. something? You absolutely should say something. <laughs> okay, good to know for future. Um, but yeah, I feel like the betrayal came a little late and we were already kind of suspicious of him. Like it was, it didn't seem like the relationship between them was like good or friendly. I mean, it's, it's felt more, it felt more competitive. And so the, uh, and he already had some, like somewhat of an anger towards her. But, true. And so when he did ultimately end up being the betrayer, it was, it was like, yeah, I kind of saw that one coming, but here the 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 antagonist in um what Ben or Burden Darben Darben she her motivations were were good, and I think a really important thing that they were able to do is make her not really a villain. At least not in her eyes. She wasn't wasn't doing this to destroy these worlds. She was doing it because she felt like it was the Kree's God-given right Mm -hmm. to take these resources from these people. These people that we have, like, that they, like, we've given you these colonies out of the goodness of our hearts. Like, you can either accept this or we will take it from you. Yeah. Or like you can work with us or you're against us. And if you're against us, we'll jack you up. And the the motivations were strong, especially and like they didn't really like hit for me until um, she was on Hala and like talking with the people and they were like sitting in darkness and she's like bringing air to them. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I, I I'm very uh very pleased with how they handled that. Oh, I, I, no, I absolutely agree. Um, but yeah, I mean the the flow was great. the The character interactions were good. Um, so this kind of felt like I mean this wasn't best Marvel by any stretch of the imagination, but this was definitely up there. It honestly was. I mean, you know, I know, as I'm sure everyone knows, the MCU has definitely struggled since Endgame um, to try to find a, a fine line to walk with where they want to take this franchise. Excuse me. And um, honestly, after what we got with uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which, you know, me and Caleb did not hate as much as everybody else did. This is still by far better. Um, that this felt um, that this definitely felt like re- a return to form for Marvel. It's it's not one of Marvel's best. It's nowhere near you know like Iron Man or you know anything like that. Um, but like personally, I'd put it on like the levels of for how much I enjoyed it of like maybe like. Like the first ant, maybe not the first Ant Man, but like Ant Man and the Wasp. Maybe the first, maybe that one, or maybe I even, maybe I actually might put it on the level of Ant Man, um, because 
the way that these three ladies work together is so it's so much fun to watch watching them banter off each other is absolutely fantastic um I think this is the best that we've gotten from Carol Danvers, aka Captain Marvel. Um, I feel, I mean, we'll get to this with acting, but this is the best that I've seen Brie Larson uh, in this character, even better than the first one. Um, Very much so. Because, I mean, we, in the first one, and just anything we've seen her outside of the first movie, she plays such a hard ass. She does. So it's hard to get that, like, that fun personality out of her. Yeah. And th- I think this was was able to do it, and it's because of who she had um, by her side. Yeah. Oh, absolutely agree, dude. Freaking their f- her Kamala Khan meeting Captain Marvel, like that was honestly better than I could have imagined. That was that was just so good. Like her, like her handshaking her or them handshaking and her being like, I, so, so at, on this, on the streets of New Jersey at night, I go by Miss Marvel and I hope that's okay. Um, and if it's a, if it's like a copyright <laughs> thing, uh, maybe we can talk about it later. I'm just like, Oh my God, this is, this is freaking great. This is absolutely yeah. fantastic. The good times in this were infectious. Yeah, they, they, they really were. Um, Dude, I want to talk to whosoever idea it was for Goose to have a litter that ate everyone. <laughs> I was dying. That was so great. The, f- <laughs> the fact that they're literally just running across the, the ship just saying, no, 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 let them eat you. Let the Flurkins the- eat you. It's It's part of the plan. Oh. it's how you're gonna survive dude and i think what would top that off for me what like the ice the icing on the, the the cake was that they were playing memory from cats yeah i i was like this it this scene is pure perfection yeah it was, it was. i i'll say that i had a, a big issue with the whole singing world i hated that world i thought that was so dumb the, I thought it was kind of funny, but it, like it, it wasn't as it, funny it as it could have been. Its, it lost its funniness after like a couple seconds. Touche. But I, <laughs> but I completely like forgot about that after the freaking cat scene. I was losing my mind. That was so good, so good. And uh, you went to go see this at Cinemark, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Have you seen what AMC was doing? No, huh? So they had like the commemorative uh, popcorn tins and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the popcorn tin was a flurkin egg. Oh, that's awesome! And it would, and anytime, like anytime you purchased one, it was a secret which of the what what color cat you got inside it. It was one of six. Um. But yeah, you open it up and there's a little cat in there and the cat like the it's out for drinks. Dude, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, I I am so freaking tempted to buy one. Dude, I'm so bl- tempted. Dude, I Cinemark it's, is lame. Didn't do anything like that. Yeah. I mean, AMC does some cool shit, dude. Yeah. No kidding. Um, yeah, but I I. I, I don't know why I got it, but I've I guess I've used the, my my premium. 
I, I never signed up for the their premium membership, um, but they did give it to me. I guess it's because I go there so frequently and have used my account there. Hell yeah. Um, the only perk that I don't have, and it's like you have to pay for the uh, stubs, is um, the three free movies a week. Oh, okay. So if I pay, if I were to pay for stubs, like I would absolutely take advantage of that because I feel like I'd get my money's worth. Oh yeah, dude, definitely. Yeah, so I, I yeah, freaking loved loved everything that was was happening with this movie and the the flirting thing made it like mm. amazing. The fact that they played memory was amazing. Like I, I freaking loved it. But the the combat in this too was freaking awesome, dude. Yeah, seriously, the way that they were able to, um, yeah, like make their powers work with each other. Um, the scene, especially um, towards like the beginning when they um, they keep switching back and forth. You know, this is the first time that they're realizing it, and the way that the fight choreography is planned out with each of them is so freaking cool. That scene is a treat to watch. Um, and that that arguably is like one of my favorite scenes to come out of the MCU in probably the last five years. Absolutely agree with you there. So um, overall, I mean, I don't have too many complaints about the story here. Um, like I said, it's more on the average, maybe above average side in terms of uh, Marvel storytelling. So I'm personally, I'm sitting around maybe an 86. Dude, that's exactly what I was sitting at. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. I could actually find a damn movie. There it is. Damn. Do I have right. to point out? Sorry, really quickly, because this isn't going to fit anywhere else. Um, and I so so I saw this movie before Caleb. I saw I saw it on Saturday, and you know I you know I, I just let him know you know quickly what I thought, and I told him that you know like hey there's there's only a mid credit scene, there's no end credit scene, but the ending of the movie, I I honestly squealed a little bit, um, and I really hope that no one um, you know heard me uh, that was sitting next to me in the movie theater because yeah I'll fully admit when um, I saw the outline of the bow of of Kate Bishop's bow. Um, and you know, you see her enter. Uh, yeah, I freaking lost my shit because um, I'm so excited to have Kate Bishop back in the MCU. Um, and the way that the freaking scene plays out, that it's literally like a uh, Kamala's iteration of Nick Fury's um, recruitment <laughs> from Iron Man for Tony Stark is absolutely fantastic. Dude, she it's, tried so hard to play it cool and just could she, not do it. But it's it's it, it screams Kamala. It's 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 too perfect. Yeah, if if I genuinely hope that they kind of make Kamala the leader, I hope so, too. Um, I know that in previous um, Young Avengers, it's always it's usually been Kate Bishop. Um, but honestly, yeah, if it's Kamala, it's OK. I'm OK with that. Um, the fact that, you know, Kate Bishop is the, her first recruitment makes complete sense. And so maybe like they could could you see them leading the team together or do you think that it's just going to be strictly Kamala or would you just want strictly Kamala leading it? Okay. So this is how I see it playing out. 
I think she's going to go and recruit Kate. I think she's going to recruit Cassie. And I think Cassie and Kate are going to have a conflict between the two. Maybe like each of them thinks that they're leading the team when like it's just going to be like known that they listen to Kamala. Okay. Like I think Kamala is going to be the uh, like not super direct team lead. Okay, I like it. And then maybe there's like a power struggle between Cassie and Hawk uh, and Kate Bishop because I I do feel like there's something there like there's there's a dynamic between those two yeah. that I feel could be played on, and yeah I, I I'm excited to see what they what they do yeah same same here I do hope that they bring back Catherine Newton to play Cassie because I thought she did a good job yeah. If I mean, if they cast anyone else, then I'm like, eh, maybe like it could just be like maybe Kate and, but I have a feeling it's going to be like put on Kamala. Yeah. Unless they find like a Captain America equivalent, but I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, at least not to not to the uh, the extent of like team lead because i know that there's a there's a a kid from uh falcon and the winter soldier that plays a character called patriot yeah i heard about that but i don't know if he's gonna end up taking like a leadership role Mm -hmm. i think he's gonna be like that one man army kind of situation like the the rogue okay like, I don't right. think he's, I think he's going to be like that. I think he's going to be like the Winter Soldier equivalent. Like All he's right. not gonna, he's not really playing for for the team. He's out to just get the mission done, like that kind of bullshit. Uh, okay. All right. Um. But yeah. Anyway. Uh. So yeah, getting into writing here, the uh, the dialogue here was really good, dude. So, for. <laughs> Um, there, everything, every line that came out of Kamala's mouth was com- it was comedy gold. Mm-hmm. Um, freaking, what? <laughs> I laughed a little too hard when she she looks out the window. She's like, "Oh, Captain, my Captain!" I'm like, <laughs> "Oh my good lord!" <laughs> and Monica's reaction just just sold it so well. It was, it was so perfect that when they're on the uh, the singing planet and Monica turns to Kamal, she's like, "How how about how many ideas are you thinking right now for a Captain Marvel fan fiction?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her the dialogue here was great. Um, I love like the different things that they touched upon and something that I wish that they would have dived in even a little deeper is when they were evacuating the scroll uh, sanctuary. I, I agree because, you know, the fact that they weren't able to, you know, take them all, they had, they had to uh, leave a lot of people behind. They, I feel they kind of gloss over that. They, a little bit, at they least lost in- a lot of people. You think that they'd mourn a little more. I personally feel like they should have restructured the uh, the the elements. Like I think that they should have put the singing one first. Excuse me. 
like the water world first because of how goofy it was and then dive into the uh the air situation second with in terms of like the scroll because the, the scroll deal like like the scroll death toll i feel really did a number on uh kamala and they could have taken that time to really like make kamala question her uh, just her, uh, question her life about like being such a uh captain marvel fangirl yeah i agree so I, I don't think they, they took advantage of that because it was like as soon as the scroll left, they were like she was back on team Marvel. Yeah. And like I feel like that really should have made her question things. Another there was um I don't know, maybe maybe it's just me. Um just because it was so brief, but when uh Monica and Carol um have their moment where they actually, you know, like basically kind of forget i felt it was just kind of um they forgave each other monica forgave carol um it just felt so brief that i'm just like okay so so, are you guys okay again or or not because it literally is just monica it's carol explaining why she left why she never came back and monica being like that's why you did that's why you didn't come back that that's not how families work carol that that's not that's not what you do. And she's like, Oh, okay. All right. And then that's it. That it, it really didn't feel like the, for how much, um, I felt how much of a grudge that Monica held towards Carol, which, you know what? Understandable. Um, it kind of felt a little rushed with her, her, how she just forgave her. I mean, maybe, uh, the fact that she was able to see, that you know carol and her mom actually uh did connect during the blip that you know they they were actually together um you know they they actually uh did meet up they 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 talked to each other during those five years um i don't know maybe that could have pushed her to forgive her um make her for make her um I don't know where I was going with that. Like um, helped with, helped with the forgiveness process. Th- th- there we go. Thank you. Um, but just I, I don't know. It, it felt like super. It felt super rushed, in my opinion. I agree. I don't think they. It, it, if this movie suffers from anything, it's addressing important issues. Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong, like the i mean this movie is only like an hour and 45 minutes shortest mcu movie and you know for the most part it, it moves at a pretty brisk pace and it and it moves at a good pace like it 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 uh bounces from point a to point b and you know it makes sense but it's moments like that i'm just like okay you know what i think you could have benefited if this was actually a two-hour marvel movie like moments like that you could have actually expanded on you could have um put more heart into it and just I feel it would have made better for not only better scenes, but also better uh, character moments. I agree. Um, that's probably why I'm going to be giving this lower than the writing or than the story. That's fair. Um, I'm probably going to be around like an 84 with writing. And it's just because of those 
issues that they could have touched upon, but really didn't. And it's just kind of they glossed over. And so it made the writing feel a bit unimportant. Yeah. At times a lot because a lot of it was like jokes. I wish most of the jokes, if not all of them, landed pretty well. Yeah, um, this is one of the funniest Marvel movies I've ever seen. Yeah, and like I said, the freaking flurkin eating people thing, I I was rolling. Yeah, with that. that shit was that, great. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I think it was just slightly weaker. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, w- I was gonna be like a point higher than you, but like I I agree with all your points, and that Monica and uh, Carol thing just really drags it down for me. So I'm, I'm gonna match you again, eighty four. All right, moving on over to acting. Uh, to discuss this cast, we have Brie Larson who played Captain Marvel. We have Tayona Paris who played Monica Rambo. We have Iman Vellani, who played Kamala Khan, also known as Ms. Marvel. Uh, we have Zawe Ashton, who played Dar Ben. And then we had Samuel L. Jackson, who played Nick Fury. And I feel like those were the, the mo- more important. Yeah, I mean, you, you do get a decent amount of time with Kamala's family, but I, I feel that this is like the main cast, these five. Yeah. Uh, so how would you structure your uh, your top three? So top three. Um, number three, I'm going to give to Tayona Paris, uh, played Monica Rambeau. Absolutely fantastic. I'll fully admit I didn't love her in uh, WandaVision. Um, maybe just because she didn't really. I mean, she got some good character development, but just I don't know. For some reason, I, I just didn't love her character. I need to rewatch it. Wait, what did you say? I'm sorry. I feel I feel like I need to rewatch WandaVision because I feel like I gave her a hard time, but she's grown on me. And so I'm like, you know what? That's that's fair because, yeah, I absolutely loved her in this movie. She was fantastic. I loved the character, the character of Monica in this one. Um, She killed it. Um, Her interactions that she has with um, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, whatever, are really good. Um, their grudge again, or her grudge with her, because Carol doesn't hold a grudge towards her. Um, I feel that for the most part, even though what we pointed out, it does you know play out decently, even though it seems rushed towards the end. Um, but yeah, no, she was fantastic. Um, she played off so well uh, with Brie Larson and Iman Vellani. Um, just yeah, great, great, great job. Loved her. Um, uh, number two, I'm going to give to Brie Larson. Uh, she was once again great uh, as Captain Marvel slash Carol Danvers. Um, I've loved her since the first Captain Marvel. Um, I've never understood the hate for her. I think she does a great job um, adapt, adapt, adapting the character. Um, I've never read a Captain Marvel comic in my life, um, but um, I think she does a fantastic job as this character. I love her in this role. Um, and the fact that I feel, um, d- despite, especially the hate that she's gotten over the years, which I'm honestly amazed that she's come back after, the, like I said, the hate that she's got, um, cause the hate's been 
not warranted in my opinion um not even a little bit dude like it's such bullshit like it is like the reasoning that people don't like her is just ridiculous right um and so kudos to her for being willing to come back and play this character and this is the best um best that she's ever played this character um the 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 heart is there the humor is there um especially the humanity of captain marvel is there and i love it so much this is this is the best that we've seen of this character and honestly i i hope that we get to see more of captain marvel in the future and i i I really hope that brie larson does come back um because i i love her so much in this role um but number one i have to give to amon Vellani. she steals every single scene that she is in um I know a lot of people didn't watch Miss Marvel on Disney Plus, unfortunately, which if you guys didn't, you are missing out. It's a really, really good show. Um, and Amon Vellani, she's amazing in that show, but I feel she's even better in this movie. Um, she truly understands this character inside and out. She clearly is a Marvel fan, a fanboy, um, fangirl, however you want to say it. Um, she truly loves the, um, these characters, this franchise, the MCU as a whole. She loves this stuff. She loves doing this. And just every joke she nails, every line, whether it's, uh, like I said, a joke, comedic, um, or if it needs to be heartfelt, um, she just nails every single thing that is thrown her way. And the fact that this is her first acting performance as Kamala Khan slash Miss Marvel is a testament to how great she is of an actress already. Um, yeah, she absolutely fantastic. I can't wait to see more of her uh, in the future. So number one, and that's my top three. Dude, I, I am actually right there with you on really? the top three, same, same order and everything. I oh, yeah. loved Iman Vellani in this role. And Yeah zero complaints about her performance she was fantastic and i hope that she's like the the new like staple in the mcu i hope so too because uh i mean our fir- my first um introduction to the character miss marvel was in in marvel's the avengers and she was all right in that she wasn't my favorite um this is my favorite iteration of miss marvel um yep Amon Vellani kills, like I said, she kills it as this character. She has made me fall in love with this character and just, God, she's, she's amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to see what they, what they do with her in the, in the future. Sam. Uh, so where are you sitting with your acting score? Um, not a lot of people like brought it down for me. Um, just I, I feel that even though, you know, he, it's more it's not the Nick Fury that we necessarily are used to. I still feel Samuel Jackson does a great job. Um, uh, Kamala Khan's family, once again, fantastic, especially her mom. God, I love her mom. Oh, my her gosh, mom. dude. Her mom's fantastic. Right. Oh, <laughs> I thought she was like, she's great in the show. She's even greater in this movie. Same thing uh-huh. with her dad. Um, and I actually liked her brother more and more in this than I did in the show. 
Dude, I did too. Yeah. He's such a dick in the in the show. <laughs> he is. But in this one, he actually, you know, like he actually like somewhat shows compassion uh towards his sister. Um, which you know what? I appreciate. Um I I, I feel that uh the how oh, what's her name that plays Darben? Um uh Zawe. So, is that, yeah, Zawe. Uh, I feel that um, the way that she plays her is good. It's a little bland, um, but I, I feel know. she just she needed a little bit more personality. Yeah, yeah, she she did. Um, her and her uh, her her henchman, the the guy, her right hand man. Um, they I were thought, an odd duo. Yeah, forget someone. I forget who pointed out when they reviewed this. They straight up said, you know, her army looks like badass with their costumes and everything. And then her right hand man is a freaking guy with a man bun. Dude, no joke. I'm like, I feel like they could have freaking dressed her up a little bit. I think they could have gone like full blown. Uh, like Cree warrior with her. I can agree with that. Like, and yeah. I think that would have been freaking sick. Like I would have actually liked for her to like, after she brings air to Hala, I would have then liked for her to take on the, uh, the role of, uh, accuser. Like, yes, yes. Like, I think that would have worked a little bit better. And then just given her a better look, because like Ronan, he looked freaking dope. Yeah, but I th- I think that I think they could have gotten way more creative with how she looked. Like I think the dress or the the gown looking thing did not absolutely nothing for her, other than make her look like some like some priest. Yeah, that's that's a perfect way to explain it. So I I would have preferred them to go somewhere more of like the the, the armor route, like sure. like I don't even know like I don't I don't know exactly what, but I think they they just needed something to get like to give her an iconic look, like and like excuse you Marvel, you have a vast collection of people to like pull like images from, yeah. Like, how do you drop the ball this hard? Seriously. Like, Seriously. And, and what sucks, too, is that she was a good villain. She was. Like, they dropped the ball. They dropped the ball. And I could come up with, like, a bunch of different uh, alternate designs that they could have gone with that would have worked out better than this. Also, probably I probably would have made her blue. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> I like it. Um, so I'd say she brings me down a little bit, as well as you know her her right hand man. Um, so like personally, yeah, he was weird. He he didn't yeah. play bad guy all that well. But I mean, no. I know that they weren't supposed to be, but he wasn't matching her energy. Yeah, and it just felt, it felt weird. <laughs> Yeah. Um so I'd say with those two bringing it down a little bit uh I probably say I'm at a I'll say I'm at a 90. 
I am personally sitting around like an 88. That's fair. All right. Next up, we got character development. I'm going to assume that we both did it on Captain Marvel. Yes. Okay. This is where the movie suffers quite a bit. That, that that's fair. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I I don't know. I don't know how the comics are for Captain Marvel. Um, so I don't know how far you can take her as a character. Um, like like in your opinion, uh, like where do you think they they could have um, improved with her character development and actually like like take. Like, taking her places to where she felt like a changed person towards uh, towards the end because i mean when she's sitting uh in that plane with kamala um she still feels like the same carol which is fine it's nothing wrong with that um it's just you don't really you don't really get a lot of character development you don't there's no you don't lose any growth like she's still the same carol danvers but you don't really see her grow into anything better I guess. Yeah. I think that's, that's my main issue is like the, she didn't end up going anywhere. She was consistent throughout. So I thought initially when they started calling her like annihilator and that we got that backstory, I thought that that there was going to be some sort of like secret hidden rage that we haven't seen. Um, Yeah. We, we heard about this side of her, the annihilator, and I would have liked for her to fully almost embrace that. That's fair. I personally wouldn't have, um, I would have done like kind of a major whiplash in terms of like the opening. Cause where we get like the initial opening where we get the, uh, like the the fun, happy, go lucky Kamala talking about how her and Captain Marvel are twinsies and and all that. I would have liked to follow th- or to before that show the uh, the Annihilator at work. Yeah, that 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 would have been really cool. That, yeah, that would have been a really good. Um, Wow, words—they're hard. Um, that that would have been a really good uh, scene for uh, Carol or Captain yeah. or whatever you want to say. I would have personally, like this is this is how I would have handled shit. The opening is going to be like, or would be like an uh, sitting in like a holla market, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like often, like the distance they see uh like this bright shimmery light and then it's just going to come and like basically do exactly what we saw where it's going to come like flying and everyone's going to be like oh my gosh look and then just boom right into the freaking uh this building and whatnot so i i think that there's gonna i would have liked to see a lot more like uh chaos and destruction and then see her go like just rampage through the uh, the Hala homeworld, go to the artificial intelligence and destroy, or the supreme intelligence and destroy it, and all of this other crazy stuff. And then I would have liked to see 
just the chaos that comes from that, where they're destroying all the natural resources. The seas have dried up. The sun has been extinguished. The air is barely like, I would have liked to see all that. Mm-hmm. And then like, while Captain Marvel's like flying off and like, I don't even know. Like, I would have liked to see how all this came to be. Cause like, it was just, it was very much like just a surprise. Like, Oh, what the hell? Like Hall is dying. Like last time yeah. we saw it, it was like a thriving uh, civilization. But so I would have liked to see how it came to be in ruins. I would have liked to get a more of a, a first person's perspective of someone experiencing Captain Marvel's reign of terror. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, and then have her like go back and and like kind of deal with all that the mm. the ramifications and i think that would have been a, a good time to um give that introduction to darben yeah because this it was just like okay have we have we seen you before like we haven't have we not that i know of that's what I thought, but I was just like, I am very unsure. Like I, I thought like, I don't remember any of this shit from the movie. Yeah. Cause that's what I thought they were doing, that they were just playing like a different perspective of something that they showed us in Captain Marvel. That, yeah. But, that's, that's what I thought too. But and I was like, no way. Like I thought the Supreme intelligence was, was the Supreme intelligence destroyed? I thought or so. It, they, they just beat or she just beat them the supreme intelligence or like no. over overpowered it somehow i don't know i'm questioning it I'm yeah, so like it. whatever they did i think that they could have restructured it way different i think this this would have benefited very greatly with an additional 15 20 minutes agreed but yeah so what we ended up getting was no character development. Yeah. Like no one really changed or grew from who they were at the beginning. It's true. It's very true. So I'm personally, I'm sitting at like a solid, I'm, I'm thinking 70, but I actually might, I think I might be lower. Really? Yeah, because I mean, there was no growth. There was no. She just like even at the end, like that she she was flying like past Hala. They were all looking at her. She went and reignited the sun, and then we just get like oh a quick shot of Hala like having a rising sun again, and then nothing. Yeah, like nothing came from it, and I think that bothered me more than anything. I I'm sitting at 68. I I can't give it a, a 70 in good conscience. I think I am going to be I think I got to give it a 70. Freaking bucks. All right, next up we got effects. These weren't half bad. These, yeah, I mean, compared to recent, you know, Marvel uh, movies, definitely better than some, which I find it interesting that um, they had more. 
it's clear that they had more time with these effects than they did with uh, Quantum Mania um, because they pushed this because they pushed uh, what was it? So yeah, they pushed this movie back. They pushed Quantum Mania up when Quantum Mania wasn't even close to having uh, its effects uh, ready to go. Yeah, and um, there were still some rubbery shit happening. That that that's fair. Um, but I feel for the most part, uh, like when they use their powers, it still looked really good with the with the VF, VFX. Uh, the flying, I feel for the most part, looked really good. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's nothing. Like I said, Marvel has definitely struggled over the years with with their special effects. Um, we've had some winners and we've had some losers. Um, I would put this in like the middle. Um, it's it's you know it's nothing great, but it's no uh, ending fight Black Panther bad. I will give you that. <laughs> um, but yeah, when she so when she was on that water planet and like flying through the different ships and stuff, and Kamala did the whole "Oh, Captain, my Captain" stuff. That is the scene in particular that I'm thinking of where it felt very rubbery. Okay, that's fair. Because she, I mean, she stops to do like the heroic, like action pose, and I'm like, mm, that doesn't quite look like <laughs> Captain Marvel to me. That's, that looks like a CGI rendering. Uh, yeah. So they had they had a, a few of those moments. So I, I might be at like an eighty-two with the effects. I'm gonna be just slightly above you at an eighty-four. All right, next up we got music. It's, this was all right. Yeah, is it, it was okay. Um. I swear there's a freaking pop, not a pop song, but there's a song that plays in this. And now I can't remember what song it is. The one I'm recalling is memory from cats that, you know what? That was great. Yeah. But I swear it's like the song that plays in the trailer. I swear that it's also in the movie, but I can't remember what scene it's. What's the name of the song? One second. Come on, Spotify, hurry up. Um, where the hell is it? Yeah, beats the hell out of me. Sorry. I'm it's here somewhere. Okay, maybe I don't damn, okay. Maybe, okay, I can't remember it. Because it's not showing on my playlist. And I thought it did. Oh, Intergalactic. There it is. That's the name. Okay. Uh by the Beastie Boys. Right. Um so like there was that, um, which you know that that was cool. It was barely played though. It was only played for like a couple seconds, like yeah. really super fast. Um there was that, the freaking yeah, um memory from cats, that was freaking great. Um that's definitely the standout when it comes to the, the soundtrack. Yeah. Um I think everything else, like, you know, it it made sense. It it flowed with the movie. You know, it's a classic, you know, Marvel soundtrack. It's I mean, it's no like Avengers soundtrack. You know, you don't get that classic like 
Uh, you get no, you don't get anything like the Avengers theme that like shit goes freaking hard. Um, yeah. But I, I feel when it comes to, you know, just just Marvel movies, soundtrack's not that it's not bad. Yeah, it's not um, bad at all. Uh, personally, I think I'm sitting around. If we did half points, I'd probably be like a seven point four. I'm like not quite at a seven and a half. So. Like I, I could give you a an an eight if you really wanted to. I'm honestly at a seven personally. Okay. Yeah. So that exactly where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> if it, yeah, it, it doesn't quite feel like it's earned an eight. Yeah. It's like it's walking that line. It is walking a real fine line. Yes, but it's it's just not there yet. Agreed. Um, yeah. All right. Next up, moving on to costumes. We had some freaking good shit with this one. We did. Um, when uh they, yes. Um, I remember I was not the biggest uh, like fan of them changing her costume when they first showed it. Um, but you know, you still get the original costume in the movie and when they go on the same planet, um, and, uh, the, uh, the king of the planet basically, um, gives them their, their new outfits. Um, I've, I freaking loved it. Uh, I think it looks fantastic on Kamala. Um, like I, it sucks that she doesn't wear a mask anymore, but you know what? It makes sense. Um, it, well, this is just because it was space mission. Yeah. Okay. I'm hoping that like down the line, she does. That's fair. Um, it, it, and honestly, it just matched better with uh, Monica and Carol. So it worked, made more sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, freaking loved hers. Hers was great. Um, Monica's, uh, like it was, so she, at the beginning, she's wearing, um, the, um, was it, oh my god what's the what's the uh, the name of the um oh sword sword um she she's wearing like a black and white um like not spacesuit but Dude, um, those sword uniforms were bitching they were and i like that um her final outfit is basically just a take on that it's the same colors but then you have like the mar uh like um like the mar i guess like the marvel's logo is that what's in between her chest or like what would you call that emblem i would almost i would dare say that almost looks like carol's original okay logo i I dig yeah i dig it too yeah um so yeah like the fact that they just took those colors and just ran with it and updated it freaking looked badass i loved it it's simplistic but it looked great um, and yeah. then I, 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 I liked how she like they had that homage to her original suit where it had like the the weird cape flap things. And then she's yeah. just like, is this too much? This is too much. And it ripped them off. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Captain Marvel's was fantastic. Um, I don't think that there has been one Captain Marvel costume in the MCU that I did not like. Um, I think they've they've all been great. And this one especially freaking knocked it out of the park. Um, I am actually going to disagree with you on that. Okay. I, so, okay. 
the design. Love it. Okay. Love it, love it, love it. I wish that they would have used brighter colors. Okay, that's fair. I get where you're coming from with that. Like, this feels very dark. Yeah. Especially for, like, it's just in contrast to Kamala and uh, Monica's outfit. Because, it like, theirs is very bright and vibrant. And then hers, it's just, like, it's just dark. Even it's like extremely muted. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm all I'm all for. Like, if you want to go muted, go muted. But it's like mute everyone then. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But th- these these other colors, they're so vibrant. Like it's it's it kind of makes her kind of uh, disappear into the background. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, overall, like the design of the suit was was awesome. So, I, I mean, I'm all for that. And yeah, Kamala's suit definitely grew on me. And the reasoning behind her getting a new suit made sense to me. Yeah, um, I am kind of hoping that later down the line, they revert back to her original design. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I, I very much enjoy these other outfits and Gosh, I I think I don't know if this cracked ten for me though. Same, I'm I'm at a nine personally. That's um, actually exactly where I was hell, at too. Hell yeah, because I mean I got I mean honestly like even though I I really like her final outfit with Captain Marvel, I gotta agree with you. It it doesn't really fit well with the other twos be, other twos outfits because it's so muted. It, yeah. I almost I almost kind of want to go in and like Photoshop like this outfit of hers just to see what it would look like brighter, because I feel like my opinions might change if it does look like shit. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. But I also don't think that it it would like something on there needs to be brighter. Yeah. That yeah, that's fair. But it's just like. How in the world do you go like, dude, the freaking dress that she was into during the dance with the prince. Oh, that was yeah. freaking stunning. Yeah, that was super cool. That was awesome. Yeah, I love that. That dress like uh, way, way more than I probably should have because I was just like, damn. <laughs> and not because of her, because of the damn suit <laughs> or the dress. <laughs> Caleb, well, I mean, can... it's kind of it's kind of both, but still, pretty loved it. I love. <laughs> I made it weird. <laughs> I, Just a I little bit. I, I know I made it weird. Just a little bit. But yeah, I, the suit or the dress was freaking fantastic. So I'm like, why didn't you just go with those colors? Yeah, touche. Like they they sh- they proved that it looked good. Like that, the bright vibrancy, and it like it's the same with her other suit. Like she was wearing something that was like her. Uh, I wouldn't say OG, but just the 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 cut off sleeves suit. Mm. Like that looked good. Yeah, it did. And it was a lot more vibrant than this was. Yeah, like you don't have to go like crazy, like super bright blue or bright red or even bright gold, but just brighten it up a little bit i mean come on no i agree yeah um but yeah all right last up we got personal score 
All right. Who's going so, first? Uh, let's hear yours first. Okay. Um, overall, I think this was a really good sequel. Uh, better than the first. Uh, I feel that the dynamic between uh, Carol, Monica, and Kamala was fantastic. These three ladies killed it with their chemistry. Um, one of the funniest Marvel movies I've seen in quite a long time. Um, just, yeah, the, the, the story was good. Uh, the characters were good. The acting was good. Um, if, if anything brings it down, and I, it's not the actress's fault. It's just the way that she's portrayed. It's the villain. Um, I, I do wish that um, Darbin could have gotten um, more, to, not more to do, but just, I, I guess, more... What's the word? Shit, I don't know what word I'm going for. Um, I I just want more from the villain. Uh, yeah. But not a bad villain. Not not a bad villain. Dar Darben is one of the better villains I've seen from the MCU and 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 the 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 in um the last little while. She 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 was she was good. Um, I think the issue with her is like she was a well written antagonist with no personality. Yeah, there we go. I like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I had a good time. Oh shit! <laughs> Freaking rip my headphones out. Um. Bug. I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Had a, had a really good time with the sequel. Um. Hope to see uh, these three ladies uh, in the MCU soon once again. Um. So yeah. Uh, so I think personally, I am going to be at an 89. There's going to be a wild difference between us. Um, oh, I, I did very much have a, a good time watching this film. Um, but I, I'm with you. The villain was just uh, very much on the bland side. It, it took me a minute to recognize how well uh, her motivations were written. Because mm. I was just like, I, I could care less about this villain. But I was like, okay, like really giving it some thought. She was decent. Well, like the motivations were solid. And that's, yeah. it's, it's hard to complain about. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, yeah, it's just the personality wasn't there. Like, <sighs> It, it brings me back to like thinking about Loki. Loki was just more like he was after something. He was after a throne after just growing up in his brother's shadow. And, but in the end he was still, he was a charming character. So it, it's like, it's super hard to like uh, complain about him. Even though like, I feel his motivations were maybe even weaker than uh, Darben's uh, motivations, but she was just she didn't have the personality to back up the the well the the writing about her, and I think that's that's really unfortunate. Yeah, but I did very much love the uh, the the leading ladies here. I thought they did an incredible job. Uh, I found them really fun to to watch, but I I don't 
I see myself re-exploring this, not just for the the chemistry between them, and not necessarily because this is a a a, a good. Uh, I won't say it's not good. It's a it's an, a very average superhero film. That's fair. Yeah, so I I'm personally sitting at like an 83. Damn, yeah, that really is a huge difference. Man, was I too nice? I wouldn't say you were too nice. I I I, I do think like especially like talking it out. I do think you like this film a lot more than I did. Uh, just like everything that you said about the villain, like I don't know if I really want to be. You know what? I know I always do this. You son of a bitch! <laughs> I don't care. All right, I'm dropping it just a little bit. I'll be at an eighty-seven. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, you I'm are easily the worst. persuaded. <laughs> All righty. Well. With that, going through our scores, starting off with story, we started off at a very sturdy 86. We took a little bit of a dive, sitting at an 84 when it came to writing. 89 got a pretty decent bump, jumping up to an 89. The character development was the absolute weak point of this film, and it ended up being at a 69. Uh, FX came and did a, a decent bump sitting at an 83 music ended up scoring a seven out of 10. The costumes ended up scoring a nine out of 10. And then our personal score with roses change ended up averaging to an 85. Damn rude. With roses <laughs> change. <laughs> God rude much. Yeah. So, with that, the final All Bros Letter Grade for the Marvels has come out to a... A B. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it barely got a B. Ah, damn. It, it, so our cutoff for a B is 83, right? Yeah. This got an 83.25. Damn. Okay. Yeah, that that barely made it. So it it was a quarter of a percentage away from being in the B minus range. Holy shit! So yeah, definitely one of our uh, our weaker of like MCU films. Yeah. Um. Here, let me pull up the bees real quick. Jeez, I do. I do have to pull up the the B minus ones to do the five above, five below. Damn. All right. So out of all of our B movies, which have been forty one, this is sitting at thirty nine. <laughs> okay. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Um. So. Sitting at an 83.25. This puts it on the exact same level as Shazam. The first Shazam? The first Shazam. I'm okay with that. I am very much okay with that. Yeah. And I okay, absolutely I like agree. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like that. Ooh, how the hell did that happen? It ended up below Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Oh, oh that's bullshit. 
I demand a recount. <laughs> Dude, it, it, I bet you, I bet you it's due to character development. Yeah, that's fair. Dude, that's- freaking, I told myself, like, after I got out of my showing, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to make sure that this ends up above Quantumania. <laughs> but damn it, it, I failed. Yep, it did not. Darn. All right. Uh, let's see. It is also sitting below Bill and Ted face the music. Okay. Okay with that. It is, be- it is below Toy Story Four. All right. And it is below James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. I can agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Going the opposite direction, it is above Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. Wow, okay. It is above The Greatest Showman. Okay. It is above Gran Turismo. Fair. Uh, it's above Scream 6. Okay, I can, I, can, I can agree with that. And it is above Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Ah, that's, that's a little hard for me. Because... You know how much I love that movie. Yeah, that I definitely do. <laughs> All right. Um, here, let me. Okay. So just for for shits and giggles, uh, I am putting this. All right, just need to apply a filter real quick. All right, so our official, so our new official uh, MCU ranking. This is, this is an interesting spot. Oh no! So it's uh, out of just out of the ones that we have scored, it's our third lowest. Really? Okay. Yeah. So in ter- like building our way up, it's below Ant-Man and the Wasp or it's above Ant-Man and the Wasp, the first one. Okay. Or not the, the not the first one, the second one. Okay. It's, it's above Love and Thunder. Okay, good. Thank God. And then it's the Marvels. Okay. Then Quantumania. Okay. Then Ragnarok. Then Age of Ultron. Then Homecoming, then Captain Marvel. Really? We ranked Captain Marvel that high. Wow. Yeah. So, it, and it just goes up from there. Okay. But yeah. So that's Damn. just out of the ones that we've we've scored. So we still haven't scored Phase One. Yeah. Or, I don't think two, two. either. No, I don't. I don't think so. The only movie we've scored in Phase Two is Guardians Volume Two. Yep. Oh, and Age of Ultron. And Age of Ultron, yeah. Wait. Well, okay. Well, okay. There's some. So, phase two, there's some. There's some that we yeah. have scored, but phase one is completely unscored. Other than the first Avengers. Yes. Yeah. So, we need to get on that. Like, that's we something do. we've been dragging our feet on. We need a freaking, we need an official MCU ranking. <laughs> Oh, my bad. Uh, Guardians 2 is in Phase 3. That's not Phase 2. Okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, we we do have uh, the Avengers is, is scored. That's from uh, 1. 
Hmm. And then Age of Ultron is from phase two. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, we don't have that many. It's just from it's Iron Man to Doctor Strange. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. We we just got to get this off. Yeah. We just need to do it. Yeah. Just got to try to meet up uh, an extra day during the week. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Deal. All right. But yeah, that's uh, that's where it's sitting. And I, I think it has a pretty decent home. I agree. I'm sad that it didn't beat Quantumania, but you know what? I am very bummed that it didn't beat Quantumania, yeah. but I mean, Quantumania, it's hard to argue, did have a better character development. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. I want to just compare, make sh- like just to see if. Uh, Ant Man and. Yeah, okay, so we gave... Yeah, that's absolutely what it was. So, uh, Quantumania had lower story, lower writing, lower acting, uh, higher character development. The effects were pretty much the same. Music and costumes were the same, but I think our our personal score was higher for Quantumania. What? Yep. What the hell's wrong with us? <laughs> Beats the hell out of me. I'm genuinely curious what the hell is wrong with us. I I, I bet you that's my fault because I actually kind of enjoyed Quantum Mania. I mean, I did too, but I, I definitely enjoyed this one a lot more. Hmm. But anyway, yeah. so that is where we are, uh, where we're sitting. Uh, so, unless you have anything else you would like to add. No, I got nothing. Uh, yeah, so I believe that wraps up this week's episode. Um, so, if you like this episode, want to check out more of our stuff, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are basically everywhere. Um, we're more places than we aren't. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we are also on social media, Facebook, Instagram, X, uh, TikTok, LinkedIn, YouTube. Just search at the All Bros. Uh, you, you should be able to find us. Uh, you can also email us if that's the preferred way you want to get in contact with us but feel free to hit us up if you have an episode idea want to join us for an episode we'd love to have anyone on to talk about whatever movie as long as it's easy enough to find and we don't have to go like hunt it down and it's something that we haven't already done yeah 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 anything that's been on our list before is kind of i would say is on the off limits zone (laughs) yeah um but yeah, so yeah, you can find us at the Albros, uh, the Albros channel at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, so next week, with this being episode 299, uh, next week is going to be episode 300, and we are not going to spoil what we're doing next week, but it's gonna be fun, it will be very exciting, at least for us. <laughs> So hopefully you guys you guys dig it. 
If not, oh well. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, it, it, it's our birthday. We'll do whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, with that, uh, we will catch you guys next week. And until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll see you guys next time. Deuces. Bye. The hell was that? What the hell was that face? (laughs) 